Oh, it is VG Empire 134. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Brett Elston. I'm the better host, Chris Antista. Oh. Better at this game, at least. And I'm Dave That's Kong. Dave Kong is here, and we're going to talk about 1994's Donkey Kong GB or GB Donkey Kong, whatever I, the case may be. A treasure. I can't. A true rem- treasure. We recently did our 250 game apocalypse, and the idea was to find our 20 best games. Did I bring that up, or did you? Uh, we both had it on our list. Okay, we both had it, and then like either Michael or Dave was like, "Oh yeah, that game rules! Like, yes. of course that should be on there." It's yeah. Every time I for- every time I remember it, mm-hmm, yeah. I get happy. Yeah, and that's like a sign of the true one of the greatest games yeah. ever. Yeah, and I've I've never seen the color version. It's very weird. Yeah, having a black and yeah. white game is one of my favorites. But it yeah. just went on to define so, like so many things about Mario, the yeah. last great Donkey Kong game. Yeah, uh, there's so many things to love about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so uh, cheap if you have a 3ds. Yeah, yeah. launched in uh, 1994 on. No, people call it Donkey Kong 94. Donkey Kong 94. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, the summer of '94, and it was the you know killer app for the Super Game Boy. Yeah. And if you know what the Super Game Boy is, it's... a waste of money. Well, no, it was uh, at a time when the Game Boy was in between, like it had had its heyday, mm-hmm. uh, '89, '90, '91, uh, and even '92, I think, because of Kirby and stuff. But like, and Pokemon's not till '98 for us in the U.S., and even that launches uh, basically alongside the Game Boy Color. Yeah. So there's this period of like 93 to 97 where the Game Boy is still out there. There yeah. are still games coming out, but it is not popular, mm-hmm. you know, with kids on a school, on a playground or whatever. Yeah. It's not a hot system to own, but there's no new Game Boy. This thing exists for a decade. So in 94, huh. for the Super NES, they release this. Which is novel. I don't mean to say a waste of money. Sure. It's uh, like adding another. It's it's a better Sega add-on. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a Sega CD yeah. you put at the bottom, but it plays... A billion games yeah. that play on your handheld. So it'll play... It played Game Boy games. It was a Super NES cart that had a Game Boy cartridge hole in it. Mm-hmm. You put that Game Boy cart in the Super Game Boy, Super Game Boy and the Super NES. Glorified and, Switch. I think that's and uh, now it, it puts it up on the TV in a mm-hmm. border, and it had themed borders. Like, one could look like a drive-in, one could look like a house mm-hmm. on a prairie. Um, but... Did I have that same Game Boy Color thing where you could choose limited color palettes? Yep. So certain games supported it, uh, like as in a way where I think it was 256 colors. Uh-huh. It would actually add color to specified games that Ooh. supported this feature. I forget the actual number of colors, but Donkey Kong was one that it specifically supported it with a custom border, which was the Dark Donkey Kong arcade cabinet, <sighs> and a very intense, like well, not intense, but like mm-hmm. notable color palette that improved the. It didn't improve the graphics, but it did make them pretty vibrant, and it added um, this voice clip. So, like, you know how... Uh, so, basically, the game is, mm-hmm. you're Mario. Chase. I, I love the misdirect of the game. Yeah, so the game opens with... Um, the first three Donkey yeah. Kong levels. Yeah, the, the, like the original Donkey Kong arcade four. levels, and mm-hmm. you're like, what? You're done. But <laughs> Mar- but from the start, Mario can handstand, backflip... A His lot of Mario 64 moves two yeah, years yes. early in a Game Boy game. Yeah, in a lot triple of triple jump. Yeah, at a time when like the prior games was like six golden coins mm-hmm. and uh, Yoshi's Island wasn't even out yet. So like Mario hadn't done a lot of adventuring in the interim since '91. So to have this game where Mario feels super agile, has a lot of custom animations, a lot of cartoonish things like when he dies or little jingles that happen, uh, he just felt some more playful than he had in a long time. And once you finish those first four stages. Donkey Kong then runs off with Daisy. <laughs> There's a brand new game in here that's and, massive. And it opens up and becomes this weird mishmash of what you would know about Mario 64 mm-hmm. mixed with Donkey Kong mixed with uh, Mario 2. Yeah. Because you have to get a key mm. and carry the key to a gate at the end and mm-hmm. then move on to the next level. But it's this, it starts off single screen where you have to s- kind of navigate this area in one screen. And then the mm-hmm. stages get bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger. And it just escalates and gets so fun mm-hmm. where you're trying to solve these puzzle platforming, like these nice, tight, contained puzzles 
and you get so many extra lives that you're free to experiment. Mm-hmm. And when you die, it's like, yeah, whatever. I, you end up with 100 lives very quickly. <laughs> mm-hmm. but I felt like the game kind of sold itself short because I didn't – like. My first exposure to this was working at a Funkland, just seeing a cartridge that said Donkey Kong. Yep. So mm. I just thought it's just Donkey. It's a it port of say Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong '94. And like, did I don't remember advertising I, saying like this is Donkey Kong plus like, you know, well, I mean, a, a million sequels because it's like so many more levels. I it's mean, I so, I just for Nintendo Power. Like, yeah, it, like the magazines gave it context and the commercials slightly so. Okay, I don't but it remember. was it was I didn't find out what it truly was for a long time and i didn't have a game boy at the time so and yeah so this like just this was that weird period where there was a summer of 94 where like i hadn't got a game in a long time Mm because i just wasn't paying attention Mm -hmm. i was just i don't know it was a nice summer i was riding my bike and swimming following your pupescence i was was 13 (laughs) that's about right uh but it's it was fine it was a fine summer but i was just kind of bored of a lot of the games out at the time Mm -hmm. and randomly this was some weird week i think i've mentioned this before on the show where i asked for a game like out of the blue because i'm like well, I gotta ask. You gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta put yourself out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you can't get a yes if you yeah. don't ask. Um, but I just asked, like, oh, can I? There's this new thing that lets me play on my Game Boy games on the TV. Do you think I, you know, I could get one? And my parents were like, sure, sure, Brad, I love you. Anything you want. <laughs> You're not like Chris. You can have everything. There's some kid in Florida I haven't met yet. <laughs> uh, but I. Your parents are Jay Leno. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> ended up getting the Super Game Boy, mm-hmm. and then like a week later, Stunt Race FX came out, and I was like, well. Yeah, I know, I just got this, but man, this new racing game, like, all right, let's go get it. Whoa, like, what? And then, like, two weeks after that, Super Street Fighter 2 came out, mm-hmm. and I didn't, I was like, I already had Turbo from the prior year, I'm like, I don't need another Street Fighter, and then I went to a friend's house and played it, and oh, it's Cammy and, and all the new characters, and I was like, yeah, remember when I was a Super into Street Fighter, there's a new one out, and they were just like, yeah, you know, I'm going that way anyway, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> what? And I just stopped asking, I didn't ask for anything until Christmas, I, I just felt like I, I'm digging myself a hole, yeah. so that when I mess up... Like they're mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna get it bad. Like mm-hmm. you're grounded. All this is gone, or or something. I mean, that would happen anyway. I'm grounded every year, November. Uh, Parent teacher conferences were always the day before my birthday. Oh. I was frequently grounded <laughs> the day the day after my birthday, <laughs> year, year after year. Uh, but anyway, the fun thing when you would run and finish a stage, mm-hmm. and every four stages you have a boss battle with Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. and when you would. Uh, See the new stages, Donkey Kong would have Daisy on his shoulder, and she would yell. And in the Game Boy black and white version, it's just this... <laughs> but if you were playing on the Super Game Boy, another one of the things it would do is actually add a voice sample. Oh. So like, Wow, it's like she's here. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, this YouTube upload <laughs> is, only, <laughs> is only so good. I'm sorry. But uh, so there's Donkey Kong running in. Instead of a, you got this. No, no. Uh, you've referenced that a thousand times. I actually never knew what you were doing because yeah. I didn't play it on the Super hail, Game Boy. Um, but uh, the music is by Taisuke Araki, who I think did Wave Race on the Game Boy, but apparently not much else. And the music mm-hmm. in this game, it's not a game I would think of like, oh, this game has great music. Mm-hmm. But I replayed it after we talked so much about it. Yeah, you and can easily replayed this game. It's on your you 3DS want. right yeah. now, Virtual Console, and one of our top ten games all mm-hmm. time. Top, yeah, it's, top 20. I, I just I've played it four times, but that each four times I pick it up and play it all the way through in almost one sitting. It's so good. It, I played it through on a um, we went on vacation in mm-hmm. February, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I don't. I, you always when you, you know you got a long plane mm-hmm. ride. Yeah. It's always like, oh, I gotta hoard every media that I like. What yeah. movies could I buy? What what books? What I need everything at my. And it's like, no, I'm gonna just. Repl- I got this. I'm gonna replay Donkey Kong, <laughs> and I did, and it was beautiful. And then playing through it again made me realize, like, oh yeah, so much of this music is really fun. 
Uh, so let's do two quick songs. This is the Big City, which is the first big new area you go to. Mm. Um, after you've done the four core Donkey Kong stages, um, you go into what is now the real game, where you have to get the key, find the exit, and then leave the stage. Every four levels, you battle Donkey Kong. So the Big City is the first area. And then the desert theme, uh, each area ends with a scene. Uh, sorry. And then the desert music, and it's important to note here that when you finish an area, like the Big City, and when you finish the desert, these mm-hmm. are like the world map songs oh. uh when you finish a world big city desert there's like a glacier you get this little cutscene that shows mario and donkey kong kind of interacting in some way that gives you a clue as to mario's abilities like hey if you do a handstand when he throws a barrel at you your feet will catch it and you don't get hurt and you're like i didn't know that yep. and or or like hey did you know if you do three jumps your your third one has a bigger you know vertical leap i didn't know so like they're fun cutscenes that tell a fun comical story, but also you know educate you about the game. So we'll do these two map themes from Big City and Desert from DK94. They're both quick songs, but uh, when I'm running around, I don't know, avoiding enemies, doing backflips, swinging on power lines, like all these fun, agile things that I would most associate with Mario 64 mm-hmm. to this music. It was just such a, an amazing experience in 94, yeah. but yeah, every time I play through it, every five, six years, I'm mm-hmm. like, this is so good. It's, yeah. it's it sounds, so rewarding. It sounds a lot different than most Game Boy games. Like that, I I... I I hesitate to say like it sounds like kind of a Genesis game, but just like that harsh kind of metallic noise. But it's not mm. done in a way that's really grating. Yeah, those two especially have yeah, more of the, a like. The game, second one game, sounded game, a game, lot game. like something out of um, like Maniac Mansion on the NES, huh. and, like and, the percussion, whatever. And in '94, it's striving to recreate a more arcade style music, yeah. which is really I don't know, semi interesting. And I, that's what I love about this game is that it it doesn't belong anywhere. Yeah. Uh, it, it got spun off into the Mario versus Donkey Kong series, which 
then became which makes it unrecognizable to this game in particular it's not a mario game yeah what donkey kong is now it's not that either yeah uh it's it's this weird little i don't know like if you took arcade games into a parallel universe and expanded them for the whole like it's just so strange and so but still so satisfying it's like some of those xbla things where it's like hey it's galaga legions and pac-man championship edition like uh, yeah that's a much better it's like (laughs) it just it's one of those things like this game is so good Mm -hmm. Put this on Switch, mm-hmm. it just with like, hey, we reduce the graphics, you know, really yeah, nice sprites. Was, like, I, I'll give you fifty dollars for that. Seeing they, they they revealed something like that ten years later at E3 for the GBA, it oh, never yeah. came to fruition. Donkey Kong Plus, and it became basically yeah, it turned into the minis stuff. Mar- yeah, March of the Minis and all that stuff, which is which, so far removed from yeah. what this is. I'm not saying that's a bad series, but I definitely fell off the wagon after the first one. Yeah, it was so far from this. Yeah. I played one of them. and Was like, this is fine, but it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, it's, it's not the same arcadey throwback. Yeah. Uh, like, just, I don't know, making Donkey Kong, it's still one of the most playable games ever, but Mario, as you know, Mario, is it doesn't feel like you're playing yeah. with one of the most agile characters in gaming history, whereas this kind of does. This definitely does, yeah. yeah. And it's also interesting that this is a weird time for Donkey Kong, because mm-hmm. this is pre-Donkey Kong Country. Wow, like just before. Yeah, just like maybe four months before, because that's November of 94, and this is probably mm-hmm. June or July. Mm-hmm. So, but he's post... Mario Kart, Super yeah. Mario Kart, where he was Donkey Kong Jr. Junior. in the onesie yeah. wife beater shirt or whatever. Kind yeah, of a bit of a fatty. And, and, and this is the first time I think you see Donkey Kong with a tie. Oh. And even though he would have a tie in DKC, Donkey Kong Country is really kind of spun off into this own world where mm. this is the Donkey Kong-verse. Yeah. That, that's the yeah. one with the tie. The it, arcade it, one that menaces Mario is not that one. So yeah. like they hadn't established these rules yet, so you have this smiling Donkey Kong with a tie... But it's not the Donkey Kong that's going to be in this big six million seller yeah. later this year. It's a weird, and it's not the Donkey Kong you saw last year in Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. It's just this. He's weird... the one who climbs chains and, yes. and goes against Mario. And yeah. the, the cover art is a beautiful yeah. reference to like one of the original Donkey Kong arts. Yeah, uh, with, with Mario is a little more pronounced of a character because before he was like pretty diminished uh, in the original Donkey Kong art because it was you know the monkey was the big focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna it's and all of it just like preying on King Kong nostalgia. Well, yeah, a little bit. And, and but I, one of the things I and I don't know this to be true or factual, but I do remember you know at this point when the game came out, I was going to other people's houses a little more often. I was growing up, and this seemed to be a gateway game. The, the Game Boy was now really affordable, mm, yeah. and and everybody. 15 years ago had heard of Donkey Kong. So I remember going to people's houses who don't own a video game system, but they just happen to own a Game Boy, two sure. games, one of them being Donkey Kong. Uh. Because every everybody had heard of that. If anything, it was quite a novel way to like get an which should have been an ailing system five years into its life cycle, yeah. which it wasn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw this everywhere. Like a ton of people, ton of people. I, when I think back, had this game that I did not expect. Yeah, it's this weird sleeper thing where, like, I believe it did sell well, mm-hmm. and everyone who played it is like, "This game rules." Yeah. Yet there's no just obvious follow up. It's one of these yeah. weirdest cases where every and everyone. Well, every I time- wasn't immediately attracted to it. I was a Nintendo fan. Yeah. And I'm of the same age as you. We're like, that doesn't really involve Donkey Kong. Mm, right. I, I, I discovered Nintendo before I ever played Donkey Kong in arcades because yeah. it, it came out when I was zero. I mean, are the Mario versus Donkey Kong games not kind of in this vein? Well, that's or? what we were just talking yeah. about. They, they, they kind of evolved into that, but it's very different from what this yeah. is. It seems like they got they have like a splash of lemmings in them. Cause it, yeah. Isn't it all about like, oh, you bring a, a bunch of Mario. As soon the, as the, the minis come the minis, in. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not right away, but it's still oh. just like, I remember playing the first Mario versus Donkey Kong thinking, oh man. It's about that time. And it was like, 
this is fine, mm. but it's not the same. It wasn't bad, and none of them are bad. It's just like it's not quite the same. Yeah, and I didn't revisit them prior to having this conversation, but it just it when I, I did try and play the Donkey Kong Mario series, it seems like well, we need a approachable, portable version for young people. Yeah, which I don't think ninety four was. Mm-hmm. It can get really difficult the at lot, some points. It's like it's pretty easy, and then like every world has like this one weird stage mm-hmm. where you will lose like ten lives. And I have then... one I'm stuck on right now. Oh, like, really? For yeah, and I, every few months I'm like, oh, I think I'll try Donkey Kong ninety four again. Oh, I don't know how to beat this level, and it's one of those games where it's oh, like man. I'm not look, I'm not gonna look in a fact like this. I yeah. should be able to figure <laughs> it out myself. It's yeah, one screen here. Yeah. It was meant for a 13-year-old. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was such a good game. So now we're going to the, some, what is like kind of the main tunes of the game. So Ooh. they don't have names. They're just themes. So the first one will be theme two. It's a little bit... Uh, oh, wow, we all did that. <laughs> Uh, the song's 20 years old, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't find a consistent reason why it's used. Like, is this always in a cave or is this always in this type of level? But it's a little creepier, a little bit more sinister sound to it. After that is Theme 5. Uh, I think the first time you hear this is when there's a lot of gears and mechanical platforms. Mm. Um, uh, it's that or the one after that, Theme right, 5. Theme 5 and 6 both have a uh, like anxiety to them of like, mm. oh, God, there's so many things moving around and these cranks are moving and this, yeah. these moving platforms are rotating and I don't know which direction to go and there's these enemies chasing me. It's just great, like, up-tempo, like, stay-on-your-toes yeah. music. Um, so these are themes 2, 5, and 6. Uh, Taisuke Araki from Donkey Kong 94. It's also fresh in my mind, having just played the game, and I immediately see, especially that last one, like, beams of electricity, like, 
when they appear on the screen, they'll make this noise like bang, and like they move across. For us to race it. I have not revisited in a while. Mm. So I did just replay it in February, so it might not be fair. slightly unfair not for fair. me to race through it with mm. you because it'll be fresh. But it is. It would make a great uh, racing game for yeah, us. Yeah, compartmentalized, uh, uh, yeah. separated in worlds. Yeah. Because we just did it with Mario 3, people. I don't even know how that shook out just yet yeah, by the time this goes live. And you both died before it ended. Oh, yeah. God. That, that big quake finally hit SF. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, just like the World Series. Uh, (laughs) Laser Time Studios has been cracked in half. Um, But... uh so when you're battling Donkey Kong, uh, DK Jr. will show up, and mm-hmm. that's what that's what also further muddies. Like, wait, which Donkey Kong is this? Yeah, because I swore mm-hmm. DK Jr. in Donkey Kong Country mm-hmm. was well, that Donkey Kong Jr. grew up to be DKC Donkey Kong, Isn't and that Cranky that Kong, worked? and that Cranky Kong was supposed to be the '80s Donkey Kong they, grown up. That, they, they, and because they're way different body types. Because did they confirm makes, that in retrospect, or was there a line? I of dialogue thought that was and, at the time because. Mm-hmm. They maybe it was in Nintendo Power or something mm-hmm. that an editor just took that you know a little uh, leeway or creative license or something. But Cranky Kong complains about how games were in his day mm-hmm. and back when I was blah blah blah. And that whether or not that was intentional, when you're 13, 14 yeah. playing it, you're like, oh, he's the old Donkey Kong. I get it. You know, there's so, some wiki editor right now who knows this for sure. And yeah, he's just yelling at us. <laughs> and I think I asked this once on Twitter, and everyone argued. <laughs> we're like, no, that's not true. Or yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry <laughs> for bringing this up and tearing everyone apart. <laughs> but that's but it. This game didn't help that. In it is, it very literally at the end. Big spoiler here. Yeah, tries to bridge Donkey Kong to Super Mario Brothers. Uh, how do you mean? At the end, Mario leaves the Donkey Kong universe and heads to the Mario world via a pipe that doesn't appear in any Donkey Kong games. Uh, it is implied at the end of Donkey Kong 94 that Mario leaves to go huh. to Mario World. All I remember about the ending is they, like after you fight this gigantic final battle, mm-hmm. well, we'll do the songs, and then <laughs> because it's one of the songs I'll play. But uh, to that point, though, mm-hmm. uh, about wh- how this connects things. Uh, but again, I just thought it was weird that Donkey Kong Jr. is in the game, and he'll like yeah. throw things at you. But it's like, wait, is that... Never, Junior never threw things at me. Is we that, raced together. We were just friends. Yeah, last year he was in the racing game. Mm-hmm. He was in the very first Mario Kart. And now he's a villain again. But then he's also not Diddy. Mm-hmm. So what is happening? <laughs> Which Donkey Kong is this? So it's like as, this is, this as someone, is what Nintendo did. I know. Zelda didn't have a through line, either, like <laughs> a clear through line either. Uh, and I, I, I still don't even... Donkey Kong in Mario Kart just looks like DK Jr., I think, yeah, yeah. because he needed a more recognizable sprite. Sure. But it says Donkey Kong the whole time, yeah, and he yeah. looks more like Donkey Kong than DK Jr. Yeah, and for what it's worth, uh, the Zeldas are totally connected at this point. But anyway, oh. moving on. Uh, Zelda 2 is a direct sequel to Zelda 1, and Link to the Past mm. was said to be the first one at the time. Everything after that gets screwy. Um, but anyway, uh, three songs. These are all battle songs. There's Big Battle, which is like good kinetic fun. You'll hear this battling Donkey Kong. Uh, after that is Scaling the Tower. And this one's really fast. It's not a long song at all. But it replaces the level music when you enter the home stretch as you're like the final battle's in sight. So then all the themes go away and it's just this song. And so you hear it over and over and over and you're like, oh man, big battle coming. And then the final battle is called Showdown at the Tower. And then after that is Giant Donkey Kong, the final battle, where he is the <laughs> size of a tower. But uh, it, is so, it is so amazing. It's relative really, to the power of the Game Boy. Yeah, it's really fun it, and great sprites. Um, so this is Big Battle, Scaling the Tower, Showdown at the Tower, and then Giant Donkey Kong.
it's really cool. And it reprises that, like, uh, you know, the Donkey Kong. Yeah, that, that wasn't totally happening yet in terms of video games. Not they, a lot. They didn't no. even have the power to, like, yeah, we're going to harken back to this old 8-bit theme and uh, this brand. Nope, nope, still a Game Boy. Uh, yeah. Still Game Boy sound, but it does harken back to the original Donkey Kong fanfare opening. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't sound like anything you'd associate with Mario music. Way more no, menacing. Yeah, it's way more intense and does have that harder genesis <laughs> yeah. style. Like, they lean into the rock side of things a little more. Um, but yeah, and the showdown at the tower has like a basically a guitar solo yeah. in the middle of it, which is never a Mario game. Um, but yeah, we watched the ending over the break, and yeah, you battle Donkey Kong, and then he shrinks because he made, was made huge, and he falls. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom of the tower is Mario with a pipe, a and, pipe and question mark blocks, yeah. n- neither of which appear throughout in a, in a Donkey Kong ninety four. And you're given a super mushroom. He grows grow. and catches Donkey Kong. Yeah, to literally become Super Mario yeah. and go to the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. And Be- then the next picture is of like a, a family portrait of all of them <laughs> so with Donkey Kong with his head behind with his arm behind his head like every anime character <laughs> with like his winking eye like oh jeez like rubbing the back of his I head should have like, done this whole game ah oh, goodness so he and, immediately goes from is she saving Pauline in this or is this Princess Peach? is it Daisy or Paulina I think Actually, it's, it's Pauline oh. for sure okay um, but he immediately goes from one princess to another you can tell because that low cut shirt yeah. yeah well then Donkey Kong is like oh I gotta go home to my banana horde and then they're, they're stolen <laughs> oh, and no. I I guess Mario then f's off to his own world, but it's I so. I have weird. to go and save up for a boombox. <laughs> yes, and that's a boom Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's really kind of all the music. I, I, when you sa- you sent this message, I'm like, all right, if he wants to do Donkey Kong 64, <laughs> I, I don't hate. The, I'm one of the people. I, I I don't hate the game, but I'll never defend it. It's just so weird that there's two Donkey Kong. With with two with numerics in the background with, with years in them. and and like oh sh- I, I, yeah I thought we were doing Donkey Kong sixty four well, this whole time well we already did a Donkey Kong episode oh. uh, back in twenty thirteen oh. um, called I forget what it was called but it was like around when uh, Jungle Jive Donkey Kong Country Music <laughs> along with uh, it was called like DKC Jams which was the name of a CD back then that had the Donkey oh. Kong Country but uh, it, that episode had. Um, all the D- DKC games and might have had DK64 in there. But we did a proper one. I think it was around the time Tropical Freeze came out, maybe. Maybe that was when that happened. Or Tropical Freeze was coming out there. Because the Tropical Freeze soundtrack is mm. outrageously good. <clears throat> outrageously good. Uh, David Wise at his best. But that's the episode. Um, you can listen again to other episodes at VGEmpire.com or check us out on iTunes. Uh, all the comments are welcome. I read all of them on the site. Just to let me know if uh, the song spoke to you or if you uh, enjoyed other songs. Just buy this game, man. It's yeah, really good. do buy this game. It's got to be like, what, like $3, $4 on... Oh, it's uh, way too worth... It's, it's probably overpriced. It's but probably 4 to $5. It'll still be still under $6. It. It's oh. worth 20 to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Uh, this is one of those, again, top games of all time. Yep. I absolutely adore this. It is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, a, it's a, just a weird time for games, like having this Super Game Boy when it's like... Mm-hmm. Oh wow, games in color. When it's like, well, no, it's not going to colorize your black and white Game Boy games. It's just going to make them easier to see because yeah. the Game Boy screen was terrible. You can choose between green and teal instead of yeah, black and white. You couldn't really, really go overboard, and you could make you your like own pink and red. Yeah, <laughs> you could make your own color palettes, and like, it was it was neat, but it wasn't what you thought it was going to be. Still- and even the Game Boy Color when that came out in four years after this mm-hmm. in '98. It wasn't backlit, yeah. so it was like, oh, there's a color screen, but I still have to be in direct light, which is why we had warm lights and all that yep. goofy crap. And then finally GBA comes out, and it's like, yeah, a real, mm-hmm. like, built from the ground up, brand new mm-hmm. machine that's not in some way based on 1989 technology. Huh. 
And it still wasn't backlit, which brought us the afterburners and all these things to light the back of the screen. And then finally in 2003, the GBASP was backlit. And not great, hmm. but it worked. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the show. Um, previous episodes, we just did a Blaster Master one because uh, Blaster Master Zero came out on the Switch and 3DS, yeah. which is excellent. Uh, we just did Virtue's Last Reward and all the Zero Escape games. Uh, that recently was re-released on PS4, Steam, uh, maybe, <laughs> I don't know if it came out on Xbox or not, but all the adventure games, like 999, Virtue's Last Reward, Zero Time Dilemma, and uh, just a whole bunch of other episodes going back five years worth of stuff. But uh, yeah, other plugs from you guys? Uh, laser time, baby. Uh, man, we just did a worst raps episode. Uh, we are the most qualified to weigh in on the subject, <laughs> given our knowledge, our breadth of. I don't think we got the Donkey rap in there, but I think it's just assumed. Like everyone knows, Donkey Kong rap is the best. It's, yeah. it's the greatest. It is. It's just amazing. He's one hell of a guy. It's the best yeah. Nintendo rap ever, and there's only like four officially. <laughs> I mean, the Link's Awakening song is probably. <laughs> that is, yeah, those are all in there. Wonderful. Uh, there's also Laser Time's YouTube page, mm-hmm. youtube.com slash Laser Time Network. Yeah, as of this recording, it's right before the finale of my battle yeah. with Brett Elston over who's the best at Mario 3, and I can't believe how sports-like mm-hmm. yeah. it has turned out. Yeah. I won uh, the harder stages, what can I say? Yeah. <sighs> Chris just had a uh, Golden State Warriors-esque meltdown. Was up 3-1, <laughs> now is up only by one. Going Thank you, I only world. have the Cleveland Indians to compare myself yeah. to. They don't need to be kicked in the nuts any more than they've <laughs> already been. Uh, yeah, there's that on the YouTube channel, as well as, uh, you know, me calling the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers hotline and Dave <laughs> yeah. being embarrassed. Uh, that's, I was embarrassed, too. I was. I definitely had my teeth clenched. Yeah. Of like, ah, oh, I don't know what if I want to... I think I was going to do? Well, because this poor woman... Make this lady's yeah. life hell? This poor woman on the phone is like, uh, huh. No, I wanted, to be, I wanted to be the stupid one. Right. <laughs> I wanted to sign pictures of all the Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll go out with the staff roll from Donkey Kong 94, and uh, we'll see you next time.